Welcome to December and the December Energy Report. If you are just glad that the year's over and hoping you can get through this month, you're going to waste a lot of energy because there's some stellar energies available to you this month for getting a head start on making 22 a fabulous year, but also looking at what you want in your life right now and celebrating all of the accomplishments that you've had in this year where energetic sovereignty was the main theme. Let's look at the December Energy Report. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. And here we are at the end of the year. This is the final month. As we look back on the events of 2021, I think we can agree that we would never have imagined many of the things that happened, but they did. And the next question is, where do we go from here? What does moving forward look like? How do we rise above the chaos and believe in the traditions and structures that we feel have failed us badly? The energy things of December include activating your self-ideation triad, self-awareness, self-reliance, and self-empowerment. This is actually part of what's going to be the main theme of 2022. Other themes include consequences, inspiration, and truth. But do nothing blindly. Trust, but verify. Pray for sun and carry an umbrella. Be open to following a new path and make sure that you're the one driving the car. December is either an enjoyable ending or a mad rush to tie up loose ends because it marks the end of the year. This December ushers in an eight vibration, which some will say is the sign of infinity, and it is, but it also represents the endless loop of karma and healing cycles, the lifetimes of commitments and promises we make until we decide we no longer want to do that. We can either break the karmic chain or take a few more turns around its path, and the energy to do that arrives with the powerful transformational energies of December. In December, we can break free from the old cycles that limit our soul alignment, growth, and joy, and move into the creativity of the 5D path. But before you jump on board with that, remember that the 4D bridge is the point of no return. Once you step on it, you can never go back. And once you release those energies, things, thoughts, beliefs, and everything else that prevents you from taking that first step onto the 4D bridge, you can never get them back either. If you've ever wondered what prevents you or anyone else from making this commitment, this is it. 
it's a big commitment. It's permanent. It's final. And everyone who faces that choice knows that. Knowing that you can never resume your old life, your old way of being, your old way of doing things, and your old way of using fear and anger to empower yourself. And I just did a podcast on that a few weeks ago and how we use anger as a tool adds multiple levels of complexity to this decision. It's not one that we can make quickly or that we can make lightly. So before you blame or judge yourself or anybody else for not being able to take massive action, stop it now. The only reason anyone ever takes massive action is because they are so afraid of where they are that they take a leap in any direction just to get away from it. And I want to share for a moment with you my story of taking massive action and how I caught my oven on fire and nearly burned my house down. I was a young cook and I was going to bake a rhubarb pie. My grandmother made these wonderful rhubarb pies and I wanted to make one just like her. And I had called her and asked her for her recipe, which she gave me. Since I love rhubarb pie, I made sure that my pie crust was full of rhubarb and I put it in the oven. Pretty soon I began to notice kind of a burning smell. So I looked in the oven and realized that the, I had put so much rhubarb in the pie, it was bubbling over. And of course, I didn't know enough to put a pan underneath a pie plate. So it started bubbling over, but I thought it would be okay. And then I saw black smoke coming from the kitchen. So I walk in the kitchen and I see that the dripping pie had now heated up on the element it was just a little flame so I sat there and watched it and thought about what to do of course it didn't dawn on me I should have just taken the pie out cleaned out the oven and then cooked it more later but I I wasn't a, a seasoned enough cook to do that well pretty soon that little flame turns into a bigger flame and now the uh, bottom of the oven is starting to catch on fire because of all the sugar you use a lot of sugar in rhubarb pie and I started to panic I remember reading that baking soda would put out a fire, but I was so, so nervous and so scared that I opened the oven door and I threw the entire box of baking soda into the oven, box and all. So of course, now the box catches on fire. Now my oven is really on fire because now I have not only burning sugar in there, but now I have my, the box is literally on fire and black smoke starts coming out of the oven in mass quantities. My kitchen's full of smoke. My house is full of smoke. And I hear the siren. I guess one of my neighbors had seen the smoke coming out of the kitchen, <laughs> thought my kitchen was on fire and called the fire department. So the fire department came, they put the fire out in the oven and of course I was crying because I, I was upset and I ruined my oven. We had to buy a new element. And they told me the next time to not just throw the entire box of baking soda into the oven, but to actually you know, sprinkle the baking soda on top of whatever was burning and that would have put the fire out. By taking massive action, I was so scared. I was so nervous about what was happening that the massive action I took was to throw the entire box. And I really have an issue with people who say, oh yeah, take massive action, take inspired action, take considered action, take the first step that you think is the best choice for you and then reconsider, reevaluate, recalibrate, decide what you want to do next. But don't pressure yourself to take massive action because you generally take massive action when you're afraid and the result is usually not what you want it to be. 
Several big energy aspects happen in December, starting on December 1st when Neptune goes direct in Pisces after being retrograde since late June. This is a big deal for 2022, which is going to have a Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces, something that happens every 155 years, and it always ushers in some kind of spiritual awakening or spiritual revival. Neptune is also in its own sign since February of 2012. It rules, among other things, drugs, deception, illusion, and incarceration. Any of those themes familiar to us since late 2019? And since Neptune went into Pisces in 2012, draw some conclusions and connect some dots. Now we're still in the first week of December. Then on December 4th, we have the total solar eclipse at 12 degrees Sagittarius, which is going to be a relief because since the November 20th lunar eclipse, we've been in an eclipse corridor, eclipse window, and it has been a really tough period for anyone who is an emotional or energy empath and those who are sensitive to energy shifts. This includes most people now because as we've raised the collective frequency, more people feel these energy shifts and that's a good thing because it means we're approaching energetic parity in our 3D, 5D ascension integration path. Like the November 20th eclipse, the one on December 4th also mirrors one from December 2002. So we see the past coming forward for transformation or repetition in the present. This one has two special twists that make it very interesting and very powerful. And by the way, again, a replay of the December 2002 eclipse at pretty much the same degree. The eclipse is conjunct a galactic anomaly called the Great Attractor, according to the work of a man named Philip Sedgwick. This is referred to as a gravitational anomaly, a kind of super black hole that is so dense it can bend light, and it draws galaxies towards it while at the same time sending out streams of high-frequency energy. It is a creator and destroyer of our universe. And the December 4th eclipse is in a tight aspect to it. And surprise, we have Mercury exactly conjunct the Great Attractor on December 4th too. Since we're dealing with lifetimes of karma and karmic cycles, the presence of Mercury, which rules karma, on the source of our universe, the Great Attractor is significant. At the December 2002 eclipse, we had Pluto conjunct the Great Attractor, and now we've seen the effects of that in the last 19 years. Now Mercury comes in to alter course and give us some relief from the steamroller effects of Pluto to allow us to use this energy on a more personal level, and I might add on a more personally satisfactory level or fulfilling level. As I've said, there were many dark forces unleashed at the beginning of this millennium. Now they're facing the karma boomerang. If it all looks very chaotic, it's because chaos is part of the ascension cycle. And I've been talking about this ascension cycle for quite a few years now. We don't simply ascend into higher frequencies. It's a process that has three parts. Descension at the beginning where the energy comes down, transcension, we go across that 4D bridge, and then ascension when we start now going through the whole ascension process. And within those three steps, we find disintegration and chaos right before we cross the 4D transcension bridge. This is where we are now. 
Now, some of you are in different places. When I'm talking about this is where we are now, I'm talking about the majority of, the, of humanity. Like if you take an average of where everybody is, we are in various stages of chaos and disintegration and crossing the 4D bridge. But some people have already crossed the bridge and already on the other side. December also features retrograde Venus in Capricorn, and that's where it's going to be when it has a meetup with Pluto on Christmas Day. Remember the Batman Robin themes in November 2020? Well, we had a new superhero character to the lineup, Wonder Woman, with her magic lasso and her fight for justice. It will make for an interesting holiday season, especially those of you who are going to be spending time with family or people you haven't seen in a while or maybe don't get along too well with. And I also have to mention the ongoing Saturn Uranus square of 2021, which has been the strong energy signature of this year. We had a short pause with Saturn's retrograde, but now it's back with the vengeance. So we end this year with this square, a powerful standoff between the forces of 3D and 5D, with Saturn representing the control and domination of 3D and Uranus representing the freedom and creativity of 5D. This aspect is present in an exact form in the final week of 2021. Now, while this is happening, Venus also, as I said, ends the year in Capricorn where it began the year starting January 8th. Isn't that interesting? If you remember from the October energy report, Mars began the year at 27 Aries, which was the same degree as the October 2021 full moon and it was in Aries for six months in 2020. Now we have Venus spending a long time in Capricorn where it's going to face off with Pluto and bring some balance to the ascension cycle. These are the personal planets, the ones that relate to us on a more personal, individual level. Can you say power to the people now? I think we're seeing a resurgence of our personal power in the face of our ongoing 3D, 5D integration journey, which is about community, connection, cooperation, collaboration, and creativity. The community of light gains its strength from the millions of lights within it. Every light's important, but as we are all lights together, this is where we're strong and powerful. The light age is here, so bring on the light. In 2022, and I'm just introducing this theme now because it actually begins in December, we will be addressing our self-ideation, the idea of ourself as healed, whole, and congruent. It's the only way we can make progress in any area of our energetic growth and expansion by having a clear foundation. And that means clearing out the trauma, grief, anger, regrets, sadness, resentment, fear, and all of those associated energies. In 2010, I introduced the concept of becoming 360, which is a state of energetic congruence and divine harmony. Self Ideation is the embodiment of that concept into our physical, emotional, mental, and energetic reality. The three parts of the self-ideation triad are self-awareness, being fully grounded in our own energy, self-reliance, being fully whole in our own energy and not dependent on anyone for energetic completion or wholeness, and self-empowerment, being our own source of power without energy gaps or seeking power from others or giving away our power to them. Two intertwined themes of December include inspired action and consequences. 
inspired means in spirit, which is about our co-creative partnership, not subjecting ourselves to a higher power or force we think is smarter, wiser, more capable, or more knowing than we are, but acting together with it in harmony, in partnership. That's why it's called a co-creative partnership. Consequences means what follows, and these are intertwined because they are codependent. We fear consequences and avoid taking action, or we take action and hope the consequences are favorable. We need to learn to control our fear of consequences to allow inspired action to be truly motivated by faith in our ability to align with, intend, and manifest what we really want. We are the authority in our lives, and we have the power and control, and it's up to us to make the next move, the best moves, and the decisions that will get us to where we want to be. We forget that in every moment, we decide what we're going to do, and while we may be influenced, manipulated, coerced, guilted, and shamed into choosing, the final decision as to what we will choose is ours even if we choose because we're being guilted or shamed or manipulated or feel coerced. One of the most courageous and empowered decisions we can make for ourselves right now is to say no to what we no longer want, what does not serve our new intention, what is not aligned with the peace, joy, love, and abundance that we want in our lives, and what just doesn't fit or feel right to us any longer. But here's a little hint. Don't expect everyone to approve, agree, or like what you choose, but that's their problem, not yours. You can continue to go around the endless infinity loop of coercion, manipulation, guilt, and shame, or you can ignore them and do your own thing. December brings us back to the beginning where we started in January 2021 when we thought all this mess would be over soon. It will be over, but not because the perpetrators end it, because we, as the collective of humanity, decide what we want to do next. Remember when your record got stuck and you had to move the needle? I did a podcast on that, and I may be dating myself here. Some of you may have no idea what I'm talking about, but follow the link to the podcast. Well, it's time to move the needle and decide what we want and choose what's best for us. As we move farther along the ascension path and integrate more of the 5D energy into the 3D paradigm, goodbye darkness and hello light, we are provided with access to new potentials that are aligned with our energetic intention in that moment. We make the decision as to whether the material aspects can rise up to integrate with the spiritual. No pressure here though. If we don't choose that as an option this time, it will come around again. There's a little bit of nostalgia for the past this month as we release parts of our own Ascension journey. Those who've been light warriors, the portal keepers, the guardians of the Ascension process are finding that their jobs are now being done by others. Many more people have stepped up to spread the light and do the work that was formerly reserved for light workers. That's happening because the collective energy frequency is much higher than it was in the past 10 years or more. And more importantly, because it's time for early light workers to move on into new roles. 3D is the paradigm of karma, where destiny rules. 5D is the paradigm of creation, where there is no karma and there are no rules. 
we create it as we go along. Someone has to prepare the 5D energy spaces and that falls to the light workers who've been working so hard to bring the light to 3D. It's like what happens when you raise your children and then one day they're ready to move out and create their own lives. There's a period of adjustment that's required to shift from being the mother to a mother. And that's where we are in the work we've been doing for lifetimes. At some point, there has to be a shift in our own consciousness, the birth of a new awareness, allowing ourselves to expand beyond our caretaking roles into roles that bring us more fulfillment. The days of karmic sacrifice are over for us. We have to move on from being martyred healers into our own enlightenment to being fully empowered masters. The Christed awareness paradigm is the 5D creator. The spiritual awakening and revival that 2022 ushers in is a follow through to the mass awakening that we have nurtured with our work. Now that baby is grown up and we have other things to do. Start with focusing on our own joy. We can use the energy of December to do a lot of things. Tie up loose ends, plan our holiday break, buy gifts for family and friends, decorate our homes, prepare for the new year, and a lot of the busy work that occupies the final month of the year. But there's another more personal and inspired way to use December's energy. Use this month to find your points of inspired action. Take a break from the busyness of the month and nurture yourself. If your life is shifting from caretaking for others to taking care of yourself, explore what brings you joy. What gifts, talents, and abilities have you been holding back that can now be fully expressed? What no longer needs your attention so you can focus on yourself? And to prepare for 2022, what does your personal heaven on earth look like? 2022 is a sixth vibration, and that's the vibration of heaven on earth. If you want your reality to exemplify 5D energy, you need to set that intention and let the new energy roll in and the old energy roll out. We are still facing the chaos of the tyrants and despots who want to control us, hook us all up to computers, and control everything around us. But that 3D paradigm is fading fast because it has no energetic support. We are ready for a new paradigm of truth, justice, transparency that is grounded in the 5D energies of connection, cooperation, community, collaboration, and creativity. The 3D paradigm of control, power over, domination, tyranny, and competition is center stage now in full display for everyone to see. If the view is not appealing, don't worry, it won't be there for long. But people have to see what 3D is all about in order to make a decision to, or a choice to let it go. It's all about free will. December presents a buffet of opportunities for resolution, restitution, and reconsideration. And as with all buffets, we won't like or want everything that's prevented to us. We'll take what resonates and leave the rest. And we can always come back later if we want something else. Gear up because the show begins now as we wind down 2021 and embrace its gift of energetic sovereignty and prepare for self-ideation and 
the final part of creating our Becoming 360 paradigm of energetic congruence and divine harmony in 2022. Have a wonderful month. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together. Mm-hmm.